There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and put your hands together for the Lord. Lift up your hands and begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Ask the Lord to speak to you one more time. Ask the Lord to speak to you one more time. Ask the Lord to impart your life one more time. Matiri bokosi bahayandele, ralili bokodi andiri bohoka shikala masedi. Oh yes, Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. There is none like unto you, Lord. Oh yes. Yesterday is gone. Another day has come to something new in my life. is gone. Another day has come to something new. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord. Yesterday is gone. Another day has come. Do something new in my life. Yesterday is gone. Another day. Opportunity to come before your word 
Guide us, Lord, Holy Spirit, into church growth. Release your power to impart our ministries, our churches, Lord, and cause multitudes to flow into our churches. Thank you for revelation and wisdom and insight. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Principles for church growth. Principle number one. The principle of the multiplied senior pastor. How many of you are going to multiply yourselves? Eh? How many of you? Don't struggle with the ministry alone. Amen. Yesterday, Bishop Ogo taught us. He said, in the bosom of our members are legends. Are legends that can be released to do wonderful things, wonderful things for the Lord. And what we need to do is to spark the engine in them. And I taught you the processes that you must use to multiply yourself in your people. Then this morning, we started talking about principle number two. The principle of maximizing your Sunday use. The principle of maximize Sunday usage. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14 and walking circumspectly not as fools but as wise verse 15 redeeming the time for the days are evil to redeem the time means to buy the time there isn't enough time use every time you have to do as much as you can for the work of the ministry. That is why even in this conference you can see that we are basically here all through from morning to the evening. We take a little break to just get something to eat and then we continue. But because the, the camp is already it's, it's, it's finished. <laughs> it's finished. Amen. By the way, if you have friends uh, ministry friends, you know, all over the world, you can tell them to tune in to Healing Jesus TV because we are direct. Direct, 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 direct. Okay? And I'm just being told that um, Sweet Melodies is getting ready to put us direct for the rest of the conference. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody sent me a test yesterday. Say we are soaking in the conference from Australia. So those of you who sleep, you have to be careful because if the camera falls on you and we are sleeping and somebody sees us, this person is not serious. I won't go to the church again. 
Amen. The principle of ah. So those of you who are sitting outside, what does it mean? Why are you sitting outside? You should come in. The spaces are not, you know, just come in. If you have come early, just come in. Okay? Move to the front. Especially our non-lighters brothers. Okay? Lighters people, relax. Let our non-lighters brothers, you know, enjoy. You know, they are here for just a few days. Let's give them special priority. But while the ashes, okay, so light us people, please, just move to the back and bring our brothers and sisters who have traveled from afar to come. Okay, Pastor Bonzi, let's do that. Let's do that. Daniel, I don't need to talk about that. Please, let's do that. And the seats are not for anybody. Once people are here, they should sit on the seats. Yeah. Amen. There are seats here, right here. Right in front here. If you are not from Lighthouse, we are pastor here, we are church worker. Move to the front. Come and enjoy the anointing at close range. Hallelujah. The principle of maximize Sunday usage. It means make full use of your Sundays. Pastor, from this Sunday, when you go to church, all right, the next time I should see you going home is Monday, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. And I'm going to show you what you'll be doing. You come and spend one Sunday with me. You see how you want to collapse. Come, one Sunday. Yeah. My pastors are overseas. From time to time, they just come. I want to come and view you. So they come. And we are here together. They say, wow. We didn't know that that's how it is. Amen. But remember that to have a successful Sunday, you have to start working on Saturday. How many of you have understood that revelation? Yeah? So the Saturday is a warm-up, but very important warm-up where you do three things. Number one, physical plans to mobilize your members to church on Sundays. Do you understand it? Visitations, phone calls, test messages, mobilization, all kinds of things. To remind people that tomorrow you're going to church. Then, then, you do spiritual gathering through sending of the 
wind of the Holy Spirit. Because he's the one that is able to gather the sheep. How many of you have understood that also? So don't let me see you Saturday 8 p.m. Your leg is on that of your wife. What is your leg doing there? All wives, if your husband does that 8.30 p.m., all right, you should ask him, what is your leg doing here? Get up and go and send the wind. You must ask him, have you sent the wind? So all such things, legs on another leg, hands behind the waist, other places, must all happen and finish by 7 p.m. Or 5 a.m. when you wake up, all right, before you go, you go and do a quick action to solve all your problems. Is it a good policy? When I ask, is it a good policy, you must shout, it's a good policy. Is it a good policy? But pastors, it's good to have sex before you go and preach. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's too much tension on Sunday, so relax before you step out. Is it a good policy? Yeah. And then some of you, you fast. Don't fast. Eat to be strong. On Sundays, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Look, anointing is not because you have not eaten. Anointing is the presence of God. If the presence of God is with you, you can be re- re- vomiting. The presence will be there. It is by what is on you. Not what you are trying to create by not eating. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So eat and be strong. Because I tell you, there's a lot of work on Sundays. Hallelujah. The third thing that you should do on Saturdays is Making sure that you have new people to preach to through evangelism. Engage your church members in soul winning on Saturdays. Let's bring evangelism back to our churches. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Let's bring evangelism back. I told you that your Sunday starts from Saturday. 
And one of the things that we are going to do on Saturday is outreaching. Soul winning. Mobilizing your church to win souls so that you can have new people to preach to and bring into salvation and add them to your church. The church grows by adding more people all the time. Keeping some, some slide away, but you keep some. And that process is a cycle that must go on all the time. At our cathedral here, on the average on a Sunday across all the services that we have on the average we have 100 new converts on a Sunday 100 there's no need to clap I'm just telling you something yeah and even that we are backslidden even that we are backslidden that is 400 can you sort out can you sort out the things I'm preaching please that is 400 souls in a month new converts if we are able to maintain 10% of them that is 40 out of the 400 in 10 months that is 400 souls do you understand it? 400 souls that is how the church grows so pastor get to the job of soul winning set up a soul winning school in your church train your people how to win souls yeah many pastors don't evangelize anymore evangelism has been thrown out of the churches But if you don't evangelize, how are you going to get new people into the church? That is why pastors have come out of all kinds of gimmicks to attract, do you understand it? People. Yeah. There are people whose specialty is, they don't have service in the morning, Sunday morning. They have service Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening where they can use all kinds of gimmicks to gather other people's church members and try and use more gimmicks to maintain them. That is not the way to grow the church. You have to go out there Saturday and carry out evangelism. Can I have an amen?
keys to the harvest. Keys to the harvest. Hmm? Wow. A pastor's job is not just to preach and teach, but to lead the sheep. You must lead the sheep into outreaches and soul winning. You must lead. Are you trying to grow the church? How many of you are trying to grow the church? You know, I keep telling you that the church growth, it doesn't just happen. No. It, doesn't, it, doesn't. it doesn't just happen. You have to do something. So a pastor must lead. You must lead. You must lead. Not, not just encourage. Oh, this Saturday, all of you should try and go and do outreaches. No, you must lead. You must lead. Yeah. Last Saturday, we had a major outreach program here, right here at the cathedral. Using dancing and drama. Are the dancing stars coming this evening? Are they ready? Yeah. We announced the program. We did flies. We spoke about it. But the Saturday, the program was supposed to start at 2. 12 o'clock, we organized buses, put people in them, sent them to different areas. Some walking, some went with bus, a bus. And then they got down. And they begin to dance. Now, as they began to dance, then, especially young people will gather around them. Then they will tell them, do you want to see someone? Get into the bus. We are going. This whole cathedral was full. Full. Car park full. We had dancing, singing. We were here for a long time, from about a little after three to about eight something. Yeah. I organized kebab and minerals. I organized. Yeah. And when everybody was here, happy, suddenly, I changed up. I jumped on the platform for 15 minutes and preached to them, mostly young people. Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Exodus chapter 12 verse 1. Just for 15, uh, 20 minutes. Come and give your life to Christ. Look, the crowd started from here right up here. This whole place. But you see, I led them. I led them. I was here. I was here. I was here. Lead your people. Get to the job. Get to the job. Stop the big manism. Stop the big manism and unnecessary titles. 
He said you are bishop of 12 members in the church. You are apostle. What? 16 members. One church. What makes you an apostle? Do you understand it? Just drop the titles. Get to the job. Yeah. Jesus went about winning souls. Jesus did one-on-one soul winning. Yeah. That's how he won Peter, Andrew, John, James. He found Matthew sitting at the receipt of customs. He said, follow me. This is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You should see Bishop Dark standing at street corners of children. Bishop Dark. The man that God has used to build more than 3,000 churches in 86 countries. Tens of bishops, thousands of pastors, stands on the crusade platform eh, and speaks to thousands. Still finds time. Because he has a church that he's building to stand at the street corner of some young people to do evangelism. Yeah. A few days ago, I was watching a video of him preaching to the First Love Church at Legon. That is when he started. Just a few people. Today, go and see. Go and see. Thousands of people in the church. He's leading them into one outreach program and the other. Leading. So Saturday, it's not for you to be watching Okumwaja. <laughs> relaxing. Oh, I'm relaxing. You can't relax. Your maximum Sunday, you said, start from the Saturday. The Saturday is the effective warm-up. That is going to make your Saturday a good day. Your Sunday a good day. Yeah. Bishop David Oyedepo. God has used him to build the largest church auditorium in the world. 400,000 in attendance on Sunday. This year, he came to have a program of his churches at the Akraspo Stadium. And Bishop Dag was sitting right by him. It was a Friday. At a point in the service, he said, I have to go. So Bishop said, you have to go. Where? He said, I have to go back to Nigeria. He said, why? He said, tomorrow is Saturday. I have to go and do so winning. So winning. He said, I, I take a horn speaker. I move to this direction. My wife also takes one. She moves to this direction. And say, I go to win souls. And then on Sundays, I, I, I go and, and I gather my souls and bring them to church. Bishop Oedipo, 400,000. You have 12 and a half members.
to the job. Get to the job. How many of you want your church to grow? Yeah, get to the job. Yeah. Those of you who pot bellies, you better begin to exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I have the opportunity, I join my people for one-on-one evangelism. Hmm? Yeah. One time we entered the house, we ministered to some people that I saw a young guy, he was not smiling. So I went to him and said, what is wrong? Be happy. He said, I'm Jehovah Witness. I said, it's not a problem. Do you believe in Christ? I spoke with him. And just before I was going, he said, I have a question for you. Why do you call yourself a bishop? Why do you, why do you say you're a pastor? When you poke that and say you're a pastor, you're an apostle. Hey. I found out later, I asked him, what work do you do? He said, I'm doing remedials for my wasi. <laughs> my wasi. You see, and as he was questioning me, so at a point I told him, so I said, let me give you my card. Please come and see me in church on Sunday. I'll answer your questions. But now, I have a little time. I want to talk to as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Was he failure student? Is <laughs> interrogating my mission. But you see, we need to be shameless. We need to be shameless. We need to be shameless. Yeah. We need to be shameless. So we can spread the gospel. Don't be too big for the gospel. Don't be too big. Yeah. See Bishop Saki. Go to the church that he has built within two years. Huge church. Thousands are going there. You should see him on a Saturday standing at a traffic light with a sign in his hand. Are you saved? This one. Traffic. Traffic. Cars are moving up and down. Is that Bishop Saki? Is that Bishop Saki? Is that Bishop Saki? Is that Bishop Saki? Let this mind be in you. Which also was in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God taught it not robbery to be equal of God but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant. Let this mind be so the mindset of a soul winner you must have the mindset of a soul winner. Yeah. We have become very big. That is why the church is not working. That's why the church is not working. 
So on Saturdays, engage your people. Hallelujah. Hmm? You must lead a ship into outreaches and soul winning. They'll be blessed when they have something to do with their spiritual energy. Organize crusades, breakfast meetings, door-to-door witnessing, street evangelism, and concerts that win souls. Involve the whole church and discover the joy of soul winning. On one of the Sundays, send out your members to bring in anyone they can find on the streets. The following week, organize operation, bring your family. That is a Sunday when everyone brings his or a household to church. Then plan for Sundays when you can have operation, bring your colleagues. The whole church will invite their co-workers to church. You will experience tremendous church growth. One day, find out how many members of your church were saved in the church. And as you do more so willing, you will find out that more and more of your church of your church members will come in through soul winning. It is better to have church growth through soul winning than through the transfer of angry and this disconnect this disgruntled uh, and discontented members from other churches. Amen. So that is the third thing that we have to do Saturday evening. Plan to gather the people, pray, intercede for the service, all right, organize outreaches. Hallelujah. Then we now enter into Sunday proper. Everybody say Sunday proper. Amen. Amen. Sunday proper. What are you going to do? Number one, you are going to preach. You are going to preach. Amen. And you must preach well. Hallelujah. You must preach well. Huh? Why am I helpless? What it means to become a shepherd. Pick it from the Macaros. Listen. Listen to this. The number one reason why Okay, there are three major reasons why people come to your church. Three. Number one, number one, your preaching and teaching skills, the sermon, the messages. Bishop will go share the fact that preaching is a shepherding skill and it's a force that drives people into the church. Your ability to preach well. If you like, do a little interrogation in your church. Ask your church members. Okay? Thank you. Why did you come to your church? They will tell you. They will say, you are preaching. Yeah, you are preaching. You are preaching. One day, Dr. Cho, the pastor that God has used to build the largest church in the world. 
350,000 members. Receive 20,000 of them. Receive 15,000 of them. Receive 5,000 of them. Uh, one day he disguised himself. He disguised himself. It was very cold. People were in a queue trying to enter the church. And he disguised himself. And he asked the people, It is very cold. Why are you standing here? Don't you have anything to do? Himself or the pastor himself, Dr. Cho himself. Because you see, the congregation is so big that they can't even see. So many of them don't even know him. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. I said, may that be your story in the name of Jesus. You will be walking in Accra Mall. And three people around you say, Pastor, 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 Pastor. You may even think that they are thieves. What is it? What is it? So, Pastor, please. We just wanted to greet you. It's okay. We come to your church. Come to your church. Come to your church. It is going to happen to you. God is going to give you so many people that you are not going to be able to know them. So every time he asks a question, the people look at him strangely like that and say, ah, is that the first time you are coming? They ask him, is that the first time you are coming here? Is that the first time? <laughs> they were asking the pastor, who has disguised himself? Is that the first time? What question are you asking? And then they told him, they said, wait until you hear our pastor preaching. Then you understand why we are standing in the cold. So, your ability to preach well is a major key for the growth of your church. Yeah. I mean, Bishop Saki came to just preach to us. At a time that many of us were tired, many of us were sleeping, but we stood on our feet and enjoyed him preaching for us two hours. How many of you enjoy the preaching? Yeah? The second reason why people come to your church is the charisma of the pastor. Your giftings, your calling, your passion, the way you carry yourself, your leadership, and all that. And number three, the third reason why people join your church is the friendships that they find in the church. So make your church a friendly church. These are the three key reasons. The most important one of them is your ability to preach well. So on Sunday, you are going to preach. Preaching is your, one of the most important jobs on Sundays. So I want to help all right, you by giving you a few keys on how to preach well. I told you that at this conference we want to work the church. We, we, we want to know how to do the church, Bishop, how to do the church so that the church can work. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
a pastor's how to develop your ability to preach and teach. And you can find it in this book, what it means to become a shepherd. And it's right there in the Macarius. A pastor, Bishop Ogo, I want to remind you, those of you who were not here yesterday, Bishop Ogo says that a pastor who does not buy the Macarius before this conference ends. What did he say? Eh? He said, what? The people, no, 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 no. He said that the demons and the witches in your family that are disturbing you are too many. And then he also said that if you are believing God one day to drive a new car, tear robber, he says the first thing you need to do is to get the Macarius and tear the robber of the Macarius and study then you get the anointing and the power to build a large church that will, help, let you help, that will help you to have a good income and then you can drive a good car hallelujah amen so this is in the Macarius a pastor's greatest asset is his ability to preach and teach Pastors of large churches are usually good preachers. It's true. Think of pastors of large churches. You think of them. Good preachers. So you also want to become a pastor of a large church. You must preach well. Because some of you, your preaching is full of confusion. (laughs) The confusion is too much. Amen? Huh? Yeah? You must preach well the way Bishop Saki preaches well all the time. Yeah? Amen? The sheep know where the grass is green. So they go there to feed. Now listen to me. Listen, pastors. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. Your preaching and your teaching is the grass that your members feed on. It's the grass. And if it is green and it is fresh, they would like to come back. Sheep always go back to where the grass is fresh and green. Bishop David Oedipo, he said God gave him three keys for church growth. Yeah. He said God gave him three keys. He said key number one, God told him, keep the grass green and fresh all the time. The word. The word. The word. That is why when you listen to him, he's such an amazing preacher and teacher of the way. Yeah. The sheep, when they go home on Sunday and next Sunday is coming, they must be eager to rush back to church because of what they had last week.
Sometimes I tease my church members. I preach and I get to a point. And the whole church is on their feet. They're enjoying the message. I mean the whole church. Then just at that point, I tell them, I tell them, God will in next week. I'll tell, and the whole church, no, 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 we want more, we want more. May your members scream, we want more. I hear your members screaming, we want more. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that amazed people about Jesus was his ability to preach. Jesus was such a good preacher and teacher of the world. He kept the people around from Matthew chapter 5 to Matthew chapter 7. All that was one sermon. We call it a sermon on the mount. Matthew 5, 6, 7. And the Bible says in Matthew 7, 28, and when he has finished speaking, look at it. And it came to pass when he had ended these things, the people were astonished at his doctrine. May your members become astonished at your doctrine. Doctrine is systematic teaching. They were astonished. They were astonished. If your members become astonished at your doctrine, at your teaching, they will keep coming back. Yeah. Now, and then pastors, listen to me. Listen to me carefully. We don't use miracles, signs, and wonders to build a large church. A large church is built by consistent, persistent, good preaching and teaching of the word of God. Yeah. A prophet invited me this year to hold a, a leadership conference for his people in his church. <laughs> he told me something. He said, Bishop, when we have programs here, this place is packed. But on Sundays, it's empty. It's empty. Science and wonders is powerful, but people know where the grass is. Grass. Grass. Provide good grass. Provide good grass. One day Jesus was teaching. There was a woman that, you know, women are normally, you know, reserved. They are more, you know, polite. They don't like to disturb. But there was a woman that she could not control herself. She bursted out and said, blessed are the paps. That you saw. The breast that you fed on. You were too blessed. The woman couldn't control herself. Learn how to preach and teach well. And, and, and the, the greatest key to learning how to preach and to teach well 
is to identify a good preacher and a good teacher and copy the person. Listen down, sit down. Identify a good preacher and a good teacher. Okay? And copy. Copy the person. Copy. Yeah, just copy. Watch the person. Listen to the person. Watch the person. Listen to him. Watch him. Listen to him. Until you begin to talk and speak and teach like him. It's possible. That's how all of us have done in Lighthouse over the years. Just soaked in. Soaked in. The voice of Bishop Da. For years. Watch the videos. Yeah. Hey, pastors. And preaching will bring you cash. Good preaching and good teaching. It will bring you cash. Yeah. Listen, it is the preaching you are preaching in your church that you are being invited to come and preach the same preaching somewhere. What you have been saying is too nice. Can you come and say the same thing to us? And when you finish, this is a blessing for you. Yeah. So even your personal prosperity is linked with your ability eh, to have anointed preaching. Yeah. I hear you go home. I'm talking to you about the principle of maximize Sunday usage. And I'm saying that one of your jobs on Sundays is to preach, but not preach anyhow. Preach well. Because you are trying to grow the church. Look, let, let me tell you something. If you preach well and teach well and you pastor your people well, don't be afraid of some of these things that go on. Yeah. Yeah. They may even go to some places, but they know who their pastor is. They know who their pastor is. They know who feeds them. They know where the grass is. Great green grass in your church. Keep watering it. Let it always be green and fresh. (laughs) And you do that by learning how to preach and teach. Stop jumping around and screaming without making sense. Ah, oh, I feel it. My God, my God, my God. Oh, my God. My God. Something. Something. No, something. No, 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 something. Something, something. Something. Oh, Shambihaya. 
What are you saying? around and scream. Go ahead, but make sense. Let us hear what you are saying. Yeah, let us hear what you are saying. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Yeah? So sit down, please. Make sense. The sheep know where the grass is green. So they can go there to be fed. Many pastors who have small churches have not developed the art of preaching and teaching. Okay? The following are strategic thoughts on how to improve your ability to preach and teach. Number one, preach out of your heart. Preach out of your heart. Psalm 130 verse 1. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Preach out of your heart. Pastors, listen. The, 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 the powerful message you have to preach is the message that is in your heart and not the message in your mind. <laughs> no. Is it a message that Bishop Saki preached this afternoon? You can go and preach it in your church. You not have the same effect because you'll be preaching it out of your mind. Yeah. You must let the message enter you, enter your heart. It is the message that enters your heart that comes out of power and conviction. about church growth for one whole week continuously without holding a book. Without holding a book. Yeah. That thing is deep. It's very deep within my soul. I am convinced that we need to build large churches. I'm convinced. It's not a mind thing. It's a heart thing. Yeah. So watch. That is why you enjoy people who preach, who speak ex temple more than people who read speeches. Do you understand it? Because you can see clearly that sometimes so the person is even reading plus all the drama, grammatical errors. It is clear that he has not even interrogated with the speech that was written. Huh? But whenever President Ronnie stood at one of the June 4th or whatever, they gave him a speech and he started. Today is 20, the 20th adversary, something. So then he put it there and said, uh, <laughs> Suddenly, 
all of us eh? we say yeah the real thing that is why he brings the the booms and the bombs and the 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 all the issues the real issues that are in his hands learn to preach out of your heart the key is for you to get the message deep that is why there's something called soaking in of messages soaking in of messages every pastor here who wants to build a church you must become a soaker of messages yeah and you must have what I call a soccer meter. Soccer meter is what helps you to determine the depth of the soaking. Soccer meter. Yeah. To soak in the message. Do you understand it? Be in the habit of listening to audio messages all the time. 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 When you sit in your car, it's on. When you are at home, it's on. When you are sleeping, it's on. That is why you must spend money to buy gadgets, listening devices. Yeah. Buy gadgets. Hey, I have gadgets. I have gadgets. I have gadgets. I spend money on gadgets. Yeah. Have videos. Videos. That is how the message sinks into you. Then when it is time for you to bring it out, it comes from the dead with power, with anointing, and it brings conviction to the souls of the sheep as they are listening. The reason why, you know, many times our people are not, they don't change is because the message is from our minds. Something that you just heard. When I went for church, I heard Bishop Saki preach them powerful message and, and, and I'm coming to preach it. You don't tell them what. He said, you're coming to preach, but you yourself, you don't understand the message because there are about seven levels. When you listen to me, there are about seven levels. Yeah. Level A. Level A. It's when you listen to the message and you can remember just about 11% of it. Level B is a little deeper. Level C, by level C, you are beginning to appreciate the message. You can even preach it. But you won't make much effect. Level D is much deeper. Level E, you can now preach the message. You can preach it. Level G, you can preach it with the same effect. Level E or F. Now, even a whole anointing, a whole anointing 
can be transferred to you. Yeah. 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 That's what happened to Bishop Dad. As whom he had been soaking in Kenneth Egan for years. And that particular message was written. He said he had listened to it many, many times. Until that night, when he was praying, and maybe he fell asleep, something happened to him. Yeah. So, pastors, one of the things I want you to pick out of this conference is start a new life of listening to messages, soaking in messages. A new life. A new life. A new life. Yeah. A new life. Of listening. That is what turns you into a good preacher. It makes you to be able to preach out of your heart. Hallelujah. Number two. Preach extemporaneously. Without notes. You can have points. Okay. I mean, the whole day we have been preaching since yesterday. Have you seen me reading speeches? No. I look at the points, read a few things, and I talk to you. Talk to you. Hallelujah. Number three, preach in a charismatic style. That is, your preaching must be anointed. Anointed preaching. Anointed preaching. And by the way, shouting is not equal to anointing. Yeah. <laughs> eh? Number four. Preach in an orderly fashion. Preach in an orderly fashion. You see, preaching is also, ref- is also referred to as feeding. Jesus told Peter, John 21, 15, 16, 17, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Feed them with the word. Do you understand it? And when you are feeding somebody, you have to feed them in an orderly way. Yeah. Even what to feed a person with based on the age is important. So you don't take banku and give to a two-week-year-old baby. You are feeding, but it's inappropriate feeding. Do you get it? So your message even though you are preaching in a systematic manner, it must make sense. There must be some introduction, some body of the message, some conclusion, some emphasis on the message. You see, I keep on telling that, remember that I'm talking to you about how the principle of maximize Sunday use. I always try to keep your mind focused on it. Because I'm saying so many things. But, but I want you to know that that is it. That's it. In an orderly manner. Hey. But some of us become preacher. Sure. Wow. Today I want to talk to you about prosperity. Because you must prosper. What will you do in this life without prosperity? And to prosper, you see, some of you, you have never traveled abroad before. That is why you see that 
Working in the gutter is a sign of humility. It's a sign of humility. So that as you work in the gutter, suppose you met somebody and he says that you should lend him money and you don't know the person. Will you give him money? So that is why some of you, your marriage is not working. Because marriage is a very important, important thing. You must love your wife. You must love your wife. What are you saying? What are you saying? No order, no rationale, no, you know, nothing. So, so your people cannot follow the message. You are just stringing together abstract words, you know, the things that you are saying and nobody understands. Hallelujah. Next one. Preach of emotion. Ah, you saw Bishop Saki preaching this afternoon. Preach of emotion. Me? Preach of emotion. You can't be just lamb. Oh, as for tight. Tight, dear. If you are here, you don't pay tight, mom, dear. In fact, I don't know. Anyway, some of you are trying, but me, mom, I will advise you. You know, most of you don't pay tight, but uh, what can I do? I'm, I'm just believing God at one day. So, tight is very important. So, try, try. Hey! You say, listen, those of you who don't pay tight, you don't pay tight. You are a leader. Stand up. Are you not one of the shepherds? Are you not a shepherd? Don't you know that in this church, shepherds must pay tight? So why don't you pay tight? Why do you expect us to get the money? Look at the missions. Look at the crusade that we have been having. We need some money. A church is not a bank. A church is not a company. How does the church get money through the tithe and the offerings? So when you don't pay the tithe, we can't get money. You, you cannot be sitting in the church and you don't pay tithe. We cannot accept that here. Preach for emotions. Amen? I'm saying that on Sunday, one of your main jobs is to preach. So learn how to preach well. Give the Lord a wonderful, wonderful cup of it. I'm just giving you two more because we want to close by seven. I need to put on Put Bishop Saki on so that we can, you know, finish. Please sit down. Number six, vary the tone of your voice. Preaching is not running a football commentary. <laughs> yeah. Neymar has the ball. And Neymar has turned and passed the ball to Messi. Messi was going there. He had to kick down. Oh, what a bad kick. And listen, I mean, what preaching just... So, you have to pay your tithe. And every day you have to pay your tithe. And if you don't pay your tithe, you know God cannot bless you. And if God does, then what are you going to do? That's why that is very important. You know, so, my brother, it's very important for you to pay your tithe. Are you running a commentary or what are you doing? You must vary your tone. It goes with the next one. The next one. Amplify. Voice. Keep it up. Bring it down. Vary it. Listen. 
Listen. Church, if we don't go out on Saturdays and bring in the loss, that is our duty. And it is not only my duty. Jesus did not say pastors must go out. He said all believers must go out. Everybody lift up your hands and say all believers. All believers. We must go. It's important. The blood that Jesus shed must benefit everybody on earth. There are multitudes in this community. Look at the church that we have. A few people. We need to go out there. Otherwise, the blood of Jesus may be of no value. Very Sometimes you go wild and you cool down. Cool down. Are you, you are not here? Next one. Learn to preach by closely following a good preacher. I've told you about, about that. Next one. Preach about what people are thinking. Your preaching must address the issues in the church. <laughs> Listen. One of the leadership um, principles is that change the mind of your followers through the power of teaching. To the power of teaching. Pastors, listen to me. Anything you want to address in your church, don't address it in, in terms of um, you know, one-on-one confrontational manner. Use the word of God. Yeah. About two years ago, we found out in one of our services, we started, you know, um, a new service, and soon we read, look, my pastor, well, this one is pregnant. This one is going to commit abortion. This I mean, we realized that the spirit of fornication had actually entered the church. So I decided to drive it out. So I said, I'm going to do a series on fornication. All about fornication. I think I did this something like two and a half months or three months. So one day, One of the ladies said to somebody, these people, when are they going to stop fornicating for Bishop to move on? I know, by the time I finished, we got to a point that Sundays, you might have thought that, you know, we are dedicated it to a, 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 a deliverance service. No, just preaching the word. Men, people be manifesting Russian evil spirits being cast out people confessing running to the front the whole service was cleansed some of the ladies who were truly in this thing now are serving as church workers shepherds anointed shepherds yeah 
Don't preach abstract messages. Use your messages to address the issues in the church. Your members have backslidden. That is why you are preaching on backsliding. Yeah. Your members don't pay tithe. That is why you are teaching on tithing. Some of them are accusing you. And the spirit of accusation has entered the church. That is why you are teaching on an accusation and confronting the issues in their mind. Yeah. Do you remember Mark chapter 1? When Jesus was preaching, there was a man there who had an evil spirit and the evil spirit started manifesting. Evil spirit will clear out of the minds and the hearts of your people through the word of God. Because the word of God is the sword of the spirit to be piercing them. So, don't just get out to say, I'm going to preach. What are you going to preach about? Think about your church. Preaching and teaching in your church is like building a house. Yeah. One of the things that I teach our final year Bible students is what to preach for two years. Yes. What to preach for two years. I teach them. Start on this. And move on to this. And move. You are building a house gradually. Hallelujah. Are you here or you've gone home? Hmm? Next one. Dress nicely and appropriately. Do you remember I told you that the charisma of the pastor is one of the reasons why the people come to church. Let me add it to this. Shave and trim your beard neatly. In other words, present yourself well in church. Present yourself. Ah, are you a burger or are you an arm robber or who, who are you? Who are you? You can carry a beard, but trim it nicely. Don't keep it such a way that when you get to church and you are preaching what somebody, the person wants to run away from the church. Your mustache must be trimmed. You come to church, particles of the concrete that you ate last night are all part. What does it mean? Watch this. Never forget that as a pastor, you are a leader. Your whole life is a message. Yeah. The prophetic destinies of your people, one of the ways it is answered is you. You are a letter written to them. You are a letter. When they look at you, you are a message. You are a message. Stop wearing technique colored 
shirts and what you have we don't know whether it's a white shirt with some black jacket mingled up with some red something here one place is very long and then the other place is just flying around your shoe the mouth is pointing to the to the to the to the sky your trousers one side is very big another one is very short i mean what is that Lady pastors, long skirts. Half, uh, uh, how do you call your listen? The ladies, your top, brows. Let it cover the breast nicely. Many of the ladies in church are killing us, especially those that serve us. They are serving us water. Stop serving us rest in the. One of these days, listen, listen. One of these days, when you bend down, somebody will put his hand here and begin to suck. look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our day. Not to your moms. Not to your ties. Your set is here. When you are preaching, you are demonstrating. You say, and everybody, in your time, you must be worshipping the Lord. When you bend down at your bumps. Of it. Listen. Tomorrow morning, we are talking about the principle of maximize Sunday. You say we started today. We we'll continue tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. But I tell you, but I tell you, this is what is going to help you to build a mega church. Oh yeah. These are the things that mega church pastors do. Yeah. Bishop Oye Depot says that if the church we are building is not growing, mm. eh, it's your fault. It's your fault. And one time I heard him saying that 
If you have been a pastor for many years and the church is not growing itself, 23 members, he said, go to the police station and report yourself for them to arrest you. But I see your church growing. You are living here as a mega church pastor. Multitudes of people are flowing into your church. For it was small. Yet your letter end shall greatly increase. Receive increase. Receive multiplication. For a small one, a little one, shall become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation. He said in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19, I will multiply them and they shall not be few. May you move from little to many. Little to many. Receive the grace of God. Receive the anointing of God. Lift up your hands and pray and ask God to now begin to increase you. Lift up your hands and pray. Tell the Lord to give you church growth. Ask the Lord to make you a shepherd of multitudes. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, help us. Give us the wisdom to labor, to redeem the time, to redeem the time. Thank you for a new day in our ministries. The days of smallness are over. The days of abundance, the days of multiplication have come. We give you praise. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, 
please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.